Hello, kind of a pre-show announcement. This episode was supposed to be a, kind of a year-end review, kind of a really massive episode. It was going to be uh, Marcel and I doing our usual thing, except more of it. Um, and then I was uh, doing a segment with Ed and another segment with Evan. Uh, Ed, I do a horror movie talk with Ed because I can't get Marcel to really watch horror movies. And when he does, he, I just wanted a correspondent, someone that was as knowledgeable as knowledgeable as I am on the subject, so we could have a real back and forth. And um, Evan is kind of the go-to fill-in for Marcel, but we... Uh, we watch a lot of fantasy and sci-fi movies. Now, Marcella watched sci-fi movies, but I couldn't get him really to watch, like, Lord of the Rings stuff or, you know, certain things. He's just not into it, and it just makes for better radio if someone that is into it uh, that I can bounce stuff off of and stuff bounce off me. Uh, Evan handles that segment. So it was supposed to be this massive episode, but because of the time of year that it is, we just kept creeping up on uh, peak season for me, which is uh, I, I just basically go home, sleep, eat, and then go back to work. And I do that five to six days a week for about five weeks. So um, needless to say, I just don't have the time. We were supposed to do it a few weeks before we started, but it just, you know, life happens and it things, you know, we just don't get to them. So... That being said, it's really one third of an episode. Uh, this episode is just uh, our top five horror movies uh, that we liked between Ed and I, our segment. And um, and then that's it. It's the last show of the year. We'll be back the first Wednesday of January, which I believe is January 4th. So we'll be back with a new show, probably a new theme song. It's a whole, it's a brand new show. So we'll be back. I hope you enjoy this one third of a show and uh, we'll see you next year, 2023. This is the horror corner segment of Black Nerd. Uh, I'm here with uh, Ed. Hey, everyone. And we're kind of doing a year in review. Uh, kind of our favorite top five favorite horror movies of the year. And it not necessarily have to be. Uh, uh, well, yeah. It, it, well, I was going to say it doesn't have to be this year or, you know, the movie that came out this year, but I would prefer something that came out 2022 our top five i got that list all right uh i'll uh since you're the guest i'll let you go with your number five number five would be prey 
Ah, uh, the the um, the, yeah, the, uh, the new Hulu Predator movie. Yeah. I really the, like that. I really yeah, like that. It was a surprise. It was almost as good as the original, which they haven't really done in a long time. It's so funny. I uh, I showed it to my daughter. You know, I'm introducing her all these older movies, and uh, and I was watching Prey when she, you know, when she was here and over, and we're just sitting to and I was like, oh, you should see, you know, what started this whole thing, Predator. And I just okay. talked it up, and she knows parts of it. Like we'll do like as a joke, inside joke between her and I, we'll do that. Uh, the Arnold. Uh, the the bro shake that he and uh, you know they flex you know yeah, you son yeah. of a bitch but uh, she could it was so crazy because she likes a lot of good movies that I've introduced her to but she couldn't have been more bored with it <laughs> I was just like we were watching it and I'm like this is great right she's like yeah it's all right it's and I look over and she's playing on her phone I'm like god damn it this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's an action movie that turned into a horror movie. Yeah, no, but Prey is a good choice. I really, oh, yeah. that's really good, really good. I think Dan Dan Trachtenberg, a native, uh, Native American guy who also, uh, uh, who you know directed it, and I think he co-wrote it. But it was I thought it was a great movie, and 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 it's like. Uh, Initially, they were going to put it out in the theater, but it, they decided to just put it on Hulu, kind of beefing up Hulu's uh, um, the channel because it's owned by Disney and it's kind of where they, they uh, put their rated R content. Well, the other my other fourth movie of, came from Hulu this year was uh, Hellraiser. Oh, you son of a bitch! That was my number five. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's talk I about it. Head. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. We'll we'll go into your number four. We'll just do your top five, then we'll do my top five. Uh, yeah, um, Hellraiser. They did a great job. I mean, recasting uh, the actor to play Hellraiser was—it's a hard choice. Yeah, Doug Bradley, because he really—it's kind of like—it's kind of like, it's kinda like uh, you can never see anyone else playing Captain America or Iron Man. Doug Bradley cornered the market on Pinhead, and I mean they kind of. Do Pinhead a while back when they tried to redo Hellraiser oh, yeah. to, to maintain the uh license with that kind of chunky dude, kind of had a chunky yeah. Hellraiser, <laughs> chunky Pinhead. No, he was. I didn't even bother watching that one, but this new one with I forget the actress name. They did a great job, and uh, Jamie Clayton, lore. Jamie Clayton. They had more lore to the story, which I liked. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it was, it it was it was like. Uh, it, I don't know. It really kind of, because you know, Hellraiser is it, a franchise. I I like the first three, even uh-huh. though the third one's a bit kind of, kind of on the fence of being bad, because Very you cool. know, you know, Pinhead has like catchphrases and stuff, and or not him necessarily, but it's some of the Cenobites, right? And uh, it got you know, and they brought him into like. It was usually you're getting sucked into their world, and then it was the opposite with three. But I feel like this last one, uh, this last horror, kind of, kind of reestablished, you know, as a true horror franchise. And they can make sequels for it easily. Oh yeah, no, I, I think that's a great choice. I thought that was really good. Now the designs of them, they would change for them. It was more looked like the their skin and bones. 
yeah are their costumes not just leather bdsm stuff yeah they were just like yeah their skin is like their their i guess their outfit because they're all just yeah their skin was just like bleached white and then cut in all these yeah. intricate designs it was very different um number three i would say barbarian another one that is my number four was barbarian <laughs> um barbarian kind of blew me out of the way i watched a trailer and everyone recommends don't see anything for it before uh, watching it uh so i just saw the trailer and it still kind of blew me out of the water it does not go where you think it's going to go at all it never goes where you think it's going to go yeah. it kind of gets it starts out like a typical horror movie setup and you think you already figured out who the bad guy is going to be and then they do away with that immediately Yep. and you're like oh well, this is going to be this kind of movie and it's not <laughs> and just when you think you got it figured out it takes another left turn I don't know how many times in the movie theater, because I saw it with a friend of mine, and we were both kind of amped to see it, and I don't know how many times we were both under our breath like, what the fuck? What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> I mean, what? even the cast, the cast in itself had part of the story that helped you yeah. guide you. Where, I don't know how to explain, but they, it, was just, it was a wonderful movie. Yeah, I thought it was... It was a, yeah, you're right. It's a great year for horror this year. It's just like... Uh, um. Justin Long was in it, and it gives you some preconceived notions because he's in it, and you've seen him in other horror stuff. He's kind of a go-to horror actor. Yeah, and, and he plays a kind of a certain type of person. And he he ends up going way against type, and yeah. uh, and Richard Drake, Brake. I mean Richard Brake, who I initially saw him only in Rob Zombie movies, but he's great. He's a great character actor. Yeah. I think he's a Night King for a little bit in the game. You're right. I think you're right. Okay. You're right. Um, The number two, Nope. Oh, really? Oh, I did not make my list, but I did like it. There's a lot of horror movies I wanted to watch this year, like that Pearl series I haven't watched yet. You want to hear something? Did did, Did you see X? No, I haven't seen any of them. Oh, watch X. I, I have both of them. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I bought Pearl right when it came out because I loved X so much. I still haven't watched it yet. Just haven't had time. No. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, I, you know I've, I've always talked about working at UPS. And this time of year, that's why Marcel and I are kind of on a hiatus until January. This is the last show of the year. Um, um, Ed also works at UPS. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to, especially this time of year, it's kind of hard to catch up on movies if you, you know, we're just kind of putting in a lot of hours and then, the, you know, but uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But there's like, um, like I said, there's a lot of horror movies that came out. I wanted to see X and Pearl, and there's a few others. Uh, I forgot on the list that I saw, but nope. Um, I enjoyed very much. I kind of knew about the twist at the end, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But I still yeah. liked it. Yeah, it was, it was so great. Um, and the graphics and the acting was great. Um, I then- really love I really love Jordan Peele, too. My favorite, uh, there uh, he was in an interview and someone had said to him, what, how does it feel to be considered a new master of horror? And he's like, 
don't you ever put my name in Master of Horror ever together <laughs> ever again as long as John Carpenter's still alive. And I was like, from that point, I was like, man, I love this guy. <laughs> That's funny. John Carpenter's my biggest horror influence. I love that. Yeah. You know. But it was so funny that, uh, you know, when he said that, I was like, yeah, he's, 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 he's tops. Yeah. He knows what he, he knows horror. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, and I got the, uh, of course, everyone talks about the message <laughs> in the movies. And the one I got from this is that he, you just don't want to mess with certain animals. You can't yeah. <laughs> financially to gain yourself because they will kill you. Yeah, if if when in doubt, just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, you can't tame nature, and it was like it was kind of a reoccurring theme with the monkey and the alien. Or well, well, what you know, I don't want to give it away, but as perceived as an alien, and uh, yeah, it was like yeah, man versus nature, and but nature's gonna win every time. And the animal trainer actor, the the guy, the character knew right away what kind of thing this not not thing, but what char- characteristics of it right away because he yeah. was been around animals all this life, so he knew this was a threat and all this. So I know it was just very well written too. Yeah, hey, Jordan <laughs> stuff is always like well written. It's always put together well, and this one didn't have like a social message. Usually, he'll have some kind of overline subtext but it wasn't like a socially conscious movie it was just like a straight story which was different you know usually it has like some kind of cultural bent you know the last two at least did but uh but i liked it i thought it was pretty good well for number one for me is uh i guess the black phone oh that is my number two you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) um I really like Ethan Hawke in horror movies. Like he was really good in uh, what was that uh, when he did Sinister a while back? He was in the first Purge. Yep. But this was like up to what I know of his first time playing a villain. Yeah, an actual villain. Yeah, this is a great movie. It is a great novella. I listened to the no- I read the novella, and uh, hmm. this is a. I loved it. It was really good, and it's. And he really fell for the characters. They had a really good backstory of him and his his home life and his friend. I, I don't know. It's just well put together. I really well, liked, liked this movie. I, I took it as short and sweet. Yeah. It got right. There's no fat on this movie at all. No. I mean, it's, it's, an, hour, it's an hour and 40 minutes, but uh, it just moves. There's no wasted scenes. There's no filler. It's all story. And I liked it a lot, and uh, and I don't know. And if you have kids, it's particularly terrifying. You know, it's just so easy. I mean, this is a period piece. It takes place in the late seventies, like seventy eight. But still, it's just so. I don't know. It was it was well. It was a good movie, not just a horror movie, just a good movie. No, I enjoyed it very much. Um, I got to knock a lot of these at the end of the year, unfortunately. Yeah, that's all better, right. Better late than never. But I thought even the masks for Ethan Hawks were done very well. Yeah. It was very creepy. And the one oh. movie I was super excited about failed me the most this year was Halloween Ends. Uh, that was my number one disappointed movie of the year. Yeah. I was so excited. I love the Halloween series. 
and I was really looking forward to like seeing Halloween ends and it's the end of an era and they have Jamie Lee and all these movies and two was such a I really liked two Halloween yeah, Kills I thought Halloween Kills was a great way great cliffhanger and it was nothing but a complete disappointment I remember I saw it with my girlfriend and I leaned over and I was like she had never seen Halloween and she's uh, very any of them and uh, she knew I was stoked to go, but she doesn't really do horror movies. She's a real she by her own admission. She's a giant pussy. <laughs> and she just she says, you know, but she knew I was super stoked. And I was like, oh, I'll see it without. Yeah. You know, that's OK. I'll see it another time. She's like, no, I want to go with you. I know how much you're looking forward to this. So we went on YouTube. And I got a summary because there's, you know, anybody who's a big Halloween fan, well, like you are and like I am, there's yeah. three different timelines. There's a timeline we watched. There's a timeline that just uh, that that kind of uses uh, the, you know, the other movies, four or five, six, that kind of go with Laurie Strode being um, Laurie Strode being his sister. Uh and not just uh, you know, and then there's the the other timeline that actually uh, that that just involves one and two. Yeah, and they and, take the whole sister thing, and yeah, they just do away be, with. It can be confusing as hell. <laughs> yeah, so there's like three different timelines to tell the same story, but uh, I I really like where this one was going, and I was so I I. I looked and found a good uh, YouTube's like a half hour YouTube video that kind of walked you through this timeline for for one and two and these this trilogy this later trilogy the 2018 uh -huh. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends and uh, leading up to Halloween Ends so she had all the knowledge we go and and we're watching about 30 minutes and I was like I don't like where this is going. And I was like, I wanted to like it. And then it just, as the movie progressed, I just got more and more angry. I was just <laughs> seething. And then at one point she was like, this isn't that bad. I'm not even scared. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. No one is. <laughs> that's a, that's funny. Was, it was so disappointing. It was so disappointing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. All right. What's your five, my friend? Oh, well, uh, my number five, and we already talked about this Hellraiser. Uh, my number four um, was, uh, what was my number four? Oh, my number four was um, X. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the first one. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, you know, a group of young filmmakers go. And they're in Texas, rural Texas, in 1979. They make a yeah. porn, and and when they get there, the you know the people that live there, a couple, an old elderly couple, and uh, that don't like what's going on, and and then uh, horror horror ensues. <laughs> horror happens. Yeah, horror happens. This movie's done by Ty West. What I like, uh, I like a lot of stuff that Ty West does. And I yeah. really like this. It was a great movie. And Pearl, by the way, is a prequel to this. They're actually doing they're going to do three movies. That's what uh, I heard, and I'm excited about it. And from what I understand, Pearl is very good. And Ty West, generally, I haven't seen any. I mean, anyone who knows 
uh, Ty West was involved in making, um, um, oh god damn, Ty West did, um, the Innkeepers. He did the House of the Devil. He was the boyfriend that got killed first, and um, oh, what's that Final Girl movie? Oh, um, where the the home invasion. And her, it, oh god damn it! Oh, help me out. He, uh, oh, there's a lot of those. Um, well, well, the brother, the brother, uh, orchestrated the whole home invasion. And he's stabbing his oh, other brother in the back. You're like, next, or... you're next. Yes, yeah. he's also in that, but he co wrote that. He's a he's a horror guy, and uh. I really like it was really good. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It was like very and it was weird, like Pearl is very pretty to look at. His cinematography is just on point. And I know Pearl on the trailers and some of the stuff. It's just it is uh pretty. Yeah. It's just he's he's really he was it's the top of his game in that movie. And I hope I haven't watched Pearl yet. I'm gonna watch it after peak when I have more time, but uh um, I'm, 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 I've only heard good things about it. Um, uh, my number three was Barbarian. Uh, my number two was Black Phone. And my number one, and I really enjoy this movie a lot, is Smile. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, but their PR is genius. Yes. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell people who weren't, aren't, uh, who, who don't know what the PR was, what they did uh, to promote it? Uh, hiring actors to go to baseball events and sit like right behind the batter, just smiling for the whole time. For yeah. Hours, just staring at the camera, smiling, not moving, that part, you know, enjoying the game. And they did this at many events. I know the baseball lady was the most popular one. Yeah. And I've and I've heard good things about the movie too. So not it's not even not only the PR is good, but the movie's actually good, I've heard. The movie's great. Um, my woman, it, it surrounds traumatic. It, it just it the movie. The bottom line, it's about trauma and yeah. about therapists. And my girl, my girlfriend's a therapist, so once again, I roped her in with that hook. As yeah. she, she doesn't do horror, but I was like, it's about therapists, and it's really good. And and uh, she ended up. She does not do horror, but she was like. Um, so I got her hooked by the therapist's yeah, ankle, and she ended up loving it. She thought it was great. Oh, good. but it, okay. yeah, she's like, "Wow, I, I, you know, she, I think because she had such a narrow scope of what horror movies are, she didn't know they could be serious and 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 like, you know, really, really good. <laughs> well, yeah, they can be like that, like that silly slasher, bloody." Christmas movie kind of thing, or they can be like an artistic smile, or um, yeah, or follow us, or whatever it's called. Oh, it follows, yeah, yeah, it follows. I, I showed mean, her that one too, and she liked that one. So I'm I'm slowly trying to tweak her into a horror fan. I'm just <laughs> showing her certain types of horror movies, and so far so good. We'll see what we can do. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite. It kind of. And you know, there's years where horror just kind of gets stagnant and it's just not good. And there's just some years where it's just excellent, you know. And this yeah. is, 
And this was one of those movies that kind of uh, restored my faith in good horror films, you know. All right, but um, try. Yes, uh, so that was my top five. Is there anything else you've been watching? Uh, uh, not not horror watching, but playing the the new, which I actually think it came out this year, was the Evil Dead game. Yeah, how is that? It's fun. You just play. Of course, it's an online game because that's where everything's going. Uh-huh. I played like every Evil Dead game that's ever came out on normal consoles, and this one's um you, it's you and three other heroes uh, running around collecting stuff at a certain amount of time while another player plays the Deadites, and there's three or four categories of different kind of Deadites from the movies. <clears throat> so you get to run around with a chainsaw, shotguns, and stuff, and chopping and everything, trying to survive working with a team of people. Man. So I've been enjoying it. It's fun. Of course, Bruce Campbell comes back to voice act. And there's four different kind of Bruce Campbells because of all the movies and TV shows. So there's characters from Ash versus Evil Dead all the way from the original The Evil Dead. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can play his sister to uh, Pablo. Oh, cool. Um, uh, for me, I did see a movie in the theater just recently. It's a horror comedy thriller, The Menu. And as a young couple travels to this remote island to eat at this exclusive restaurant, it's like 20. It's like, I think it's like, yeah, I think it's like uh, 1800 a head or something. Wow. For this experience. And only 12 people at a time can eat at this restaurant. But they get there and right away you know they're you know they're served a dish and the movie is shot like a cooking show it's really good it's it's actually really good i strongly recommend you see this one too it's like this i hate to use the term highbrow horror but it kind of has that feel i mean i hate to use the term highbrow horror like you know like this is up here and this rest or down here it's just a horror movie but it's very well done and it's shot like a serious drama, but also like a cooking show, like a high-end cooking show, like Iron Chef. Okay. And uh, Ray Fiennes, uh, or I'm sorry, Ralph Fiennes is yeah. the uh, he's the chef, and uh, one of the cooks kills himself right before when dinner starts, and they continue to still serve dinner, and there's a reason why, and in. All these characters. I mean, there's John Leguizamo's in it. Um, he's coming. He's coming with a comeback. He's, what's that? He's been in a lot of movies recently. Oh yeah, Anna Taylor Joy's in it. She's in everything now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Judith Light is in it. For I haven't seen her in forever. It's it's um it's a good movie. It's really good. I should if if I didn't. If I if I probably got a chance to watch it again, it might have made it to my top five, but it's definitely an honorable mention. It was very good. I will when it comes out on Blu-ray, I will buy it. Okay, so it's a unique horror. Absolutely. Okay, I'm excited then. It's one of those horror movies that uh, it, it, it it would someone who I would show this movie to someone who's not into horror because there's so much going on. They, I think they really wouldn't realize they're watching a horror movie because it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah. uh, cause I, I, again, I roped my girlfriend into seeing this one. 
and she loved it. She's like, "Oh, I, I, I would watch that again." I was like, "Oh man, I'm just nailing. I'm just knocking them out of the park." I'm like, yeah, really? I'm like three for three with her. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and I've been watching uh, Curious uh, uh, Glimmel del Toro's. Uh, um, Cur- is it curious? Oh no, Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah, Cabinet of Curiosity, yeah. which is a really good anthology series. Have you been watching it? No, you and a lot of people have speak highly of it, but I haven't had a chance to get to it yet. Please do yourself a favor; you're gonna like it. It's a very good anthology been. film or show. Uh, show. There's okay. only eight. Ep- there's only eight episodes to it. Each one's about forty-five minutes to an hour, depending on what you watch. And I know his monsters are always beautiful in some way too. Yeah, and his stories are he he does like an intro for each one, kind of like uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yeah, and and there's a different director for each one, but uh, he directs one of them. I can't remember which one he directs, but it's very good. Um, let me double check. So I'm not talking out of school, but I do believe. Yeah, I think each one is a different. A different director. That's the impression I got from the trailer. Yeah. It's very good. I mean, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it definitely is. But um very good. Oh, another kind of horror show. Um it's more science fiction, but uh I really enjoyed it is uh Netflix eighteen ninety nine. Oh, my wife Nancy liked that show a lot. She finished it. She yeah. Liked- too. My daughter and I watched it with uh, Cashel once again, and the three of us <laughs> watched that, and it was pretty good. I really liked it. I've been behind on horror this year. Maybe I get on it, Jack. I'm usually <laughs> I'm usually trailing you. You usually seeing shit uh, like telling me, "Hey, have you watched this shit? Have you watched this shit?" So it's, it's nice to be in front of the line for a change. <laughs> All right. Well. uh Thank you, Ed, for uh, joining me. I think uh, sometime in January we got to see something that's new and kind of critique that. Okay, that sounds fun. I had fun. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, thanks for coming. Then that was our top five horror in the horror corner. Uh, see you next week or see you next month. See you, everyone. <laughs>